sex feels better on a period. I've never had period sex. We've talked about this. We've talked you about said, this. We, I remember talking about it, and you said that you knew period sex was better. No, no, ma'am. No, I'm horny on my period, but I've never had period sex. I'm a psycho clean freak. Okay, clean freak. This is what you do. <laughs> Put down a towel. Sex feels okay. One of my friends in college. No, don't interrupt because you it's one of your biggest pet peeves, and I wouldn't do it to you. <laughs> just because we drank. Just because we drank today doesn't mean you get to throw the rules out the window. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Mean Girl Pod and welcome to Nashville. Yeehaw! <laughs> no, it's so stereotypical and it's like not even, we're golfing. Like, we're actually, okay. So if you're watching on YouTube, which you should be, we're in a hotel room, Alana's hotel room. Yes. And today we went golfing with Amateur Hour, Hannah Cook. So the female golf podcast, YouTube brand at barstool and we took we took a lot of pink whitney shots <laughs> didn't we jordan woodruff did we take some pink yes alex bennett we did we never like record even semi like we never do this because we take it so seriously but today ladies and gentlemen and and however you identify we have had some pink whitney shots which i'm excited about the we always say the seasons change but now it's the city's change. But one thing stays the same. And that is that we're drinking Pink Whitney. And we can we can say now with complete confidence that Pink Whitney is not that hot. Now that I've taken Pink Whitney, I can personally say I might be shooting my shot tonight in Nashville. <laughs> Do tell us more about that. Well, how's Nashville going? We're kind of on a girl's trip. But tonight we're going on a party bus with boys. A lot of boys. Mainly boys. Well, Alex and I were talking and she was like, oh, my God, we should kind of do a bet. And I was like, OK, maybe I'll kiss a boy. And if I kiss a boy, you have to sing karaoke or vice versa, which like give me the long end of the stick. <laughs> I know. Please. Like, you were like, you have to ride a bull or sing karaoke. And I was like, oh, OK, <laughs> but it's hard because you're married. So I can't be like. Flash, the, yeah, flash yeah. the city of Nashville. I'll right. see the romp run, so I don't know how that would work. Yeah, I, well, I'll probably flash somebody on accident anyways with this romper on. But you, would you kiss a boy? Yeah, it, I would love to kiss a boy. You know how much I love kissing. Okay, so like we're, it's currently Thursday night. It's 4.50, right? So we've golfed all day. We took our shots. We just got ready. Mm-hmm. Tonight we're going out. We're going to go up like fried chicken. Then we're going on a party bus with a bunch of guys. And then we're going to hit Wait. Broadway. It doesn't get any more like quintessential Nashville. Yes. It's worth reporting. Wait, can I just say eating fried chicken and then hanging out with guys just, just does not sound like a good plan. So for me, it's just like eating fried chicken and hanging out with you guys. Yeah. So like it's ideal for Alana and I because we're like hashtag taken. Don't give a fuck. And we'll have a phenomenal meal. I'm like spicy fried chicken and lemon boys. Yeah. Like, can I take a toothbrush? <laughs> no, right? <laughs> Sorry, but continue. So that is like, okay. So it so often comes up like the difference in like, so you're single, Alana's dating and I'm married. And, and this is one of those nights where like, we win. It all comes to a head on nights <laughs> like this. It's like, oh, well, dinner is fried chicken. I wouldn't be so sure because we're going to be around a lot of cute single boys tonight. But sorry, zero temptation will be happening. Okay, would you, because your room is beside mine, like we share a wall. Yeah. What videos are you listening to? Today? Yeah. I, have, I can hear them. <laughs> Wait, what? Bailey Fever Alex Cooper interview today. Okay, I listened to that as well. We, That's why I'm on a Haley Bieber kick because I just watched her do that interview. Oh, it was fun to watch. <laughs> why? Well, I because I can. I'm. My point was we share a wall <laughs> that she could like hear. Do you think I was listening to weird? Yeah, no, I, was I knew scared. it was a video. I actually thought it was that. Okay. My that's not the point of the question though. The point of the question is, would you bring somebody back? Because rest. Just so you know, if you bring somebody back, Alana and I will be like, because I'll know so I can text her like I will be outside of your door tomorrow morning. Also, I would love to. I wouldn't love to hear. <laughs> no, um, I, I, so I won't be bringing anyone back because I Why? got my period today. Sex feels better on a period. I've never had period sex. We've talked about this. We've talked you about said, this. We, I remember talking about it and you said that you knew period sex was better. No, no, ma'am. No, I'm horny on my period, but I've never had period sex. I'm a psycho clean freak. Okay, clean freak. This is what you do. <laughs> Put down a towel. Sex feels, okay, one of my friends in college. No, don't interrupt because it's one of your biggest pet peeves and I wouldn't do it to you. <laughs> just, because we drank, just because we drank today doesn't mean you get to throw the rules out the window. <laughs> you 
put down a towel <laughs> and period sex is light years better okay, than other sex. But Miss Alex Bennett, I would do that with a boyfriend or someone I've had sex with multiple times, but a guy that I'm having sex with for the first time, I wouldn't want to have period sex with because I want to be feel comfortable with the person. Do you think if you like picked up a guy at the bar and and you guys are flirting mm -hmm. and he's like, let's go back to your place. And then you're like, I'm on my period. Is that a deal breaker? Because he knows it's going to be a bloody war zone. But does he know that it feels better for girls? That's actually like, I don't think the guy I don't I think the guy would be like, I don't care. OK, but here's the thing, like they're going to have to deal with the blood on the do they care, but it's going to feel so good for you. Oh my I gosh. don't think guys care that much. It took me a very long time to feel comfortable having sex with Graham on my period. I would always just opt out. I just it's more of a I don't really love the idea. Well, I've had sex on my period, but like lightly now that I'm thinking about it. And I just don't love the idea of blood on the sheets and like it getting on me and him. I don't know. It's more of just a. I'm kind of, I'm very anal. Yeah, yeah, you're clean. You're clean. Yeah. I do think though, I, I really do think it feels better. Yeah, no, I've heard. Well, I'm, I'm way hornier on my period. It's, yeah. I think the most I would do tonight is definitely like make out with the guy. But I also don't really love the idea of bringing a guy. When I'm on a trip and I'm not in like my own comfortable environment, I don't really, I've never had the urge of bringing a guy back. Okay, that's so funny because hard disagree back in the day. I think, I love okay, like, are you 50? Back in the day, my day, back when I was single, like I was at a hotel. You're 29. Yeah. <laughs> right. Settle down, lady. But I think like um, out of office kind of vibe, like why not? But I think I just selfishly oh. want you to bring somebody back. Here's the thing. Like you don't have to clean up after them. Like it's not awkward. You're like, I have a flight. Like you have to leave. There's so many like pros. I can think Free of breakfast. I can think of somebody I would bring back. You can think of a person? Yeah. Like, an, are you thinking of like an actual Don't human being? Don't tease me. I know. Don't I look know. at me. Going. Yes, I'm thinking, you know who I'm thinking of. <laughs> wow. Okay, so what's your take on the Nashville guys so far? Besides, like, do you think they're very, um, not pretty, but hot, attractive? Yes, I've been very impressed with the guy scene. Also, ever since being surrounded by those Dallas guys at the wedding, I just love Southern men. I think they are so polite and I love a good Southern accent. Not like um, a strong draw, but um, a, twang. The, a twang. Yeah. I Alex just, has a little twang. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love like a good classy twang. So, you know, the whole thing about Nashville, like, okay, so everyone here is beautiful. Mm -hmm. They say, well, they are. Cause like, we've seen that. Yeah. I felt like when we went to dinner last night, we went to this place called Barcelona tapas and it was phenomenal if you ever come and it's off the beaten path. Right. So it's mainly, it's not tourists, it's locals, but I thought everyone was really pretty. Like I was looking around and I've always heard the saying is the guys here are some of the, the prettiest in the world. And so are the girls, but the guys live here and the girls don't live here. Like, cause so, because they call it the Nash Vegas, right? So it's like Vegas used to be Vegas, but now Nashville's like where all the bachelorette parties come. So like on Broadway, there's so many pretty girls. Like tonight you'll be a pretty single girl on Broadway. And it'll be like funny because you'll be like, I don't live here. And they're like, of course you don't. And I probably will meet the love of my life because I always meet guys that don't live in the same city as me. Yay. That's going to be so fun. And we're going to be like, wow, do you guys want to do long distance? <laughs> no, no, no. That's so true though. I, everyone I've seen has been very attractive. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to go to Broadway and get like the full Nashville vibe because last night was a blast, but we, where did we go last night? Bourbon street? No. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So bourbon street, but like not Nola, like the bar was called bourbon street. Here's the thing about Nashville too. So Broadway is <laughs> the tourist spot. But this is probably the only city where, like, you do the tourist thing and it's still fun. I love that. Like, locals do. Like, we would never go to Times Square in New York. <laughs> no. Like, here you would go. Yeah, yeah. And on that note, just like we're not going to waste tonight, we're not going to waste any days. No, and you know what? How much is your next day worth? Uh, everything. It could be your last day. No days wasted, which we took last night. Mm -hmm. And you guys don't get mad at me, but I already took it today. Because Thanks for I, giving me some. <laughs> Yeah, you I bitch. know. I'm kind of an asshole. All so last night we were all at the bar and I was like, guys, I brought my no days wasted packets, passed them out. We popped them. We woke up today and we felt completely fine. Yeah, I'm ready to go out tonight. I feel great. No days wasted is here to help you bounce back after drinking. 
which we're taking today as well. DHM Detox is the ultimate vitamin for when you drink. It's plant-based. It's a supplement made up of liver protectants, anti-inflammatory and antioxidant ingredients that help break down the toxic byproduct of alcohol. Like what more do you want? It's so simple. You just take a pill. I also love that it's a pill because you can quick take it on the go. Like if you're about to go to the bar and you're like, crap, I forgot to take you. Just pop a pill. It's like amazing. So for just a couple dollars, you can bounce back and support your liver all at once. It's completely risk-free. And if you don't love it, get this, you'll love. They'll refund you on your first box. That's an easy decision. Like, why not try it? Wow, it's amazing. We've got you 20% off your order and free shipping in the U.S. Just head over to nodayswasted.co slash meangirl and use promo code meangirl at checkout. That's nodayswasted.co slash meangirl for 20% off your order. It's incredible. Love. Would you like to know what happened to me (laughs) (laughs) before I left? Oh, you better believe I would love to know. (laughs) Especially if it has to do with your sex life, because I love (laughs) learning about your sex life. (laughs) I know so much about it. It's crazy. You do it like so wild. (laughs) But Um, so does everyone. (laughs) So does everyone everyone else. (laughs) Sometimes I'm like, oh, just us three. Like, like, Graham, I just told them. Dude. He's like. Bro, you told that was, that was, that's like me like last week i was like i just told alon and alex about my boy situation i'm like no everyone knows everyone, everyone knows everyone knows <laughs> so we left uh like what four o'clock our flight so i was gonna go p.m yes p.m remember you were there no i was letting the <laughs> listeners go. oh yeah okay <laughs> so the flight is at 4 p.m <laughs> i was like wait we know we and i like wake up and i'm about to go no sorry i wake up i'm in the bathroom brushing my teeth Graham walks in and he's like, I woke up so hard. And I'm like, okay, you with the morning woods. I cannot picture Graham Bennett saying that. He's this. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm rattled right now. I know. It's tough. <laughs> it's tough. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fucking shook. I'm, I'm so sorry. But this is, this was my thought. I immediately jotted down in my notes because I'm like morning wood. So you're telling me guys just like wake up hard. And this is what, this is what goes through my head. I'm like the last 30 minutes of your rim sleep. Were you like having flashes of like naked girls? Like, how did you get hard? Do you just wake up hard? Because I don't wake up wet. Like, how are you waking up hard? And then you wake up and it's like, he's like, I'm hard. And I'm like, that's slightly my problem. But it's not my problem. That's not my problem. Can can I ask you guys a, a question about that? So, you know how guys have wet dreams? I don't, I think like only teens do that. Well, that's what I was going to say. Is a wet dream something that just happens around puberty or do guys continue to get that throughout their whole life? Some can like, I think girls, like people can get that throughout their whole life, but I don't think that's like, I think that definitely dies off after puberty. Okay. 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 That was just a quick side question comment going into the morning wood. Um, so when Graham wakes up, is he always hard or is it just sometimes oh this i will say i have i have noticed this trending topic if we have sex the night before the morning wood is more common i don't understand where it comes from wait that's interesting that you think it'd be the opposite i would think it would be the opposite but i'm like what are you you just it's like you just wake up hard like you're telling me you don't wake up and get hard you wake up right out of sleep and you're hard like when i wake up i have to pee wait he wakes up and I'm like, you're already hard when you woke up. Like, how did your brain, how does it work? So Alex Bennett, I have to ask. What? So if Graham Bennett wakes up hard, hard <laughs> and he doesn't masturbate, how does his hard on go down if you guys don't have sex? Be- okay, so he wakes up like three hours earlier than me. So mm-hmm. it, it's got to be like, there's never anything I don't think the kid does about it. So it'll just go down on its own? I think it's like physical. It's like physical it's not like a real boner it is real but i think it's like it's a body reaction so but to, to waking up like hormones like an, you wake up and you have like a bunch of hormones like you know what i mean i did ask him i was like we got to talk about this like morning wood thing and he said he was like waking up with the boner is like really healthy for you i oh. said how do you know that he's like i don't know much about it other than that and I did mean to Google it before this, but I thought how fascinating. I have my laptop right here, honey. Okay, Google, Google. Do you, do you ever ask him what he's dreaming about? No, I just jotted it and left. 
But Ringwood is a slang term that refers to a person having an erect penis when they wake up in the morning. Uh, all right, I need more than that, honey. Do they need to solve this? What is the cause? Penis? Yeah. Hormone shifts. You just wake up and have a t- high testosterone levels, highest in the morning. Okay, so when you're working out and you have high t- testosterone levels, like, do you get hard? Have you ever heard about the exercise, the app exercise? Well, sometimes I feel like I, I'm, about, I'm about to have an orgasm when I work out. In the abs, right? And you're moving your leg, like the pelvis on the ab chair. The Roman candle. They say if you see people on that, they're jacking off. Okay, I've... <laughs> this is kind of inappropriate. I'm so worried. <laughs> oh, by all means. Okay, so you know how you had to climb the rope in gym class? Yes. I, like, couldn't climb the rope because I swear to God, I felt like I was about to literally come every time <laughs> I was trying to climb that damn rope. Really? And I don't know if it was how I was contracting my abs because it wasn't like it was the rope was rubbing on my vagina because it wasn't. But I legitly could not freaking ru- climb the rope because I was like, I'm about to have an orgasm in gym class. What? Yes. What? Yes. I uh, And it happens like when I do the ab exercise, too. Do you know the one, the chair? Yep. They always say they always told me if you see somebody doing that exercise in the chair, then like. That like because there's so many ab exercises you could do. But if you pick that one, it's because you're kind of like jacking off. It's like way. the my feet on the boat sensation. Yes. Yeah. It's really odd. Uh, yeah, it is. OK, so what our takeaway from this is like. Guys can wake up hard. Climbing ropes can make you orgasm like we're just human. What's the takeaway? I don't think I can get there because of the Pink Whitney, but I think there is one. Also, on top of that question for you guys, have you ever been sleeping next to grandma Mike and or any guy for that matter. And in the middle of the night, they like start like touching you. Has ever happened to you? And like they they almost like don't remember it. Like they pretty Mm -hmm. much like have sex with you and then they wake up and they're like, they did not really remember it. But you're like, no, we we definitely did. (laughs) No, I have an ex that we would have we would have sex in our sleep. Yes. All the time. Yes. Same all the time. Wait. There what? Was, there yeah, was this, it was so weird. Like, you're just so like, like you're like, like you were in like a twilight. No. Okay. So there, there's this guy back in the day, and to this day, he's still the guy I've had the best sex with in my life. Um, and I remember we, we we had like very like passionate sex, and he wasn't even someone I dated. Like we only like saw each other for a few months. Realize that this is like the drunkest like <laughs> girl 100%. talk ever. Like this is like the buzz, like two glasses of wine. Like, have you guys ever like fucked on a boat? <laughs> this episode's gonna come out. So we're gonna be sober Monday morning. This episode drops. We're like, no. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna be. Lips. I'm gonna have a pod anxiety. But anyway, go on, please. So, we, so, <laughs> so we're gonna do it. I remember every time that him and I would have a sleepover in the middle of the night, he would like grab me and start touching me and like we never we wouldn't we wouldn't always like I think maybe we had sex once but like you would mainly him just touching me and I was wide awake because I mean he was touching me but he was like asleep but you were you were asleep yes I would wake up to him doing it and it was incredible like I loved when he did it but in the morning he would barely remember doing it and I was like (laughs) okay question number one okay would you rather have because you said you have passionate sex with this person and you mm-hmm. said it was like the best sex you've ever had. Yeah. So would you rather have passionate, like heart burning sex with the person for the rest of your life? Or would you rather have a passionate connection with them over the dinner table if you had to pick one forever? You're picking it forever. Really, Alex? You're going to throw that intense question on me three, four glasses deep? Yeah. I'm going to need But answer. like the opposite isn't true of like eat. Correct. Oh. If it's a good connection over the dinner table, you have bad sex. Mm-hmm. If you have amazing sex, you're fighting and like there's no connection. Probably the emotional one. Eesh, that's really hard because like intimate, passionate sex is incredible, but I'd rather have a emotional connection with someone. Well, and if there's one thing you've taught me, it's that you can, you can masturbate yourself like you can kind of fulfill that so let's have the good combo right yeah okay that that, that that's a hard question yeah i'll always say it was like it's like the most incredible feeling ever though being woken up to like the person next to you like touching you oh wait it's a good thing oh i loved it were you tired in the morning though like if you're getting eight hours you're getting seven could you go back to sleep afterwards yes well it kind of goes back to like some people masturbate to fall asleep or when they have knee surgery <laughs> yeah. oh, I, I cut that out of the episode <laughs> 
Never mind. I've been masturbated to fall asleep before. And did you fall asleep or did you sleep well? Yes. Because it's almost like you're in a daze. Like I was awake, but I guess I just told I just told you I was wide awake. I wasn't wide awake, but like I was awake, but it was like enjoyable because your eyes are closed and you're being touched. Then you just go back to sleep. Have you ever fallen asleep while having sex on purpose? <laughs> yes, I have. That one's the best. Okay, one time. Wait, on purpose? I feel like I'm just chilling. Yes. I don't understand. One time. I, um, this was recent actually. This, no, this was not recent. It was, it was like six months ago. I was, <laughs> it was like all of my, it's like, everyone's just getting to know all my sex stories now. I was having sex with, uh, Ted. Remember we don't Ted? Need to know. Yeah, we don't need a name. No, Never. remember Ted? Though? Uh, oh, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were having sex, like very drunk. And I woke up, this has never happened to me in my entire life. Woke up naked. I was like, what the heck? I've ne- never happened to me. Like we full on fell asleep having sex because I woke up naked. Wait, what? Like, of course you woke up naked. <laughs> no, after I have sex with people, I put clothes on and then go to bed. That is serial killer status. <laughs> you have sex naked and then put your clothes back on. Well, just fall asleep naked like the movies do. I'm sorry. The question was not. <laughs> These you- are not my boyfriends, though. The What? Wait, the question was not. Have you ever had sex and not put your clothes back <laughs> no. on? The question was, have you ever fallen asleep with a penis inside of you? No, we did fall asleep having sex is what I'm saying. Because then I woke up naked and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I literally wake up naked more times no than I wake up clothes. <laughs> what? I don't know. That was like the most anticlimactic story I've ever heard. <laughs> like you just did a normal thing and didn't put your clothes back on. That's so like, true. Like, like what? what was the punchline? There wasn't one. <laughs> I feel like she misunderstood the whole assignment. Wait, what? She's like, I didn't put my clothes on. I'm like, wait, what? Like, hold on. I have another thought now. I love when Alex just rips into me. <laughs> Do you remember like up your butt, out your tubes, or through your boobs and out your tubes or whatever? Do you remember that? I was like, so. <laughs> I apologize to everyone listening to <laughs> me too. Oh. <laughs> I remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember it. I don't. What? <laughs> no, up your butt, around, up your butt. Up your butt around the corner. Yeah. Through your tubes and out your boobs. Yeah. No, I always sit up your butt and around the corner, two, two doors down. That's what? What are the doors? Like, if you're like, they're like, where is that? I'm like, up your butt and around the corner and two doors down. Up your butt, around the corner, through your tubes and out your boobs. Never heard her. Can you, could it be through your tubes and out your boobs? Who is it? Should we answer it? Mike. Hi, Mike. No, I'm going to decline it. I'm going to pull up an ad. Um, This is actually a great ad. Roman. Yes. Swipes. You, you and Graham need, you need to bring Roman home. I've used it. You have? You want to talk about it? Yeah. I used Roman swipes. Tell us. Okay, well, I, first I'll explain it, and then I will tell you how my experience with it was. Love. Roman swipes are convenient over-the-counter wipes that are clinically proven to help your man last longer. Okay, so it's actually really cool because it's like a makeup remover wipe, right? Those, those mini packets. You open it, you take it out, you rub it on the sensitive part of the penis, and then you wait five minutes for it to dry, and then you can use it, and it's supposed to make them last longer. But just to clarify, <clears throat> because I actually had someone ask me this question, it doesn't help them get hard. It just helps them stay hard. Yes, it hel- It does help them stay hard. And it's nice because it's like longer sex is great for you, but it's also so much better for the partner. Mm-hmm. Equally as great for the partner. And sometimes I feel like guys are like, I want to stay hard and they can. So Roman swipes. Um, they're easy to use, obviously. Try the swipes for your man, with your man for as little as $2.75 per swipe. That's so worth it for longer sex. Get 20% off your order at getroman.com slash meangirlpod today. This is a special offer for just our listeners. 20% off at getroman.com slash meangirlpod today for 20% off. Question, how long did Graham stay hard after he used it? Did it go down after you guys had sex? I got to be honest. I'm str- I haven't had sex over like a minute. What? Oh, the boobgasm is like, is I don't want to keep bringing it up because it's the same problem, different week. But I have not yet conquered it. So. And I feel bad for Graham because he is just hard as a rock. And I'm like, well, just leave him hanging. No, literally, I'm leaving him hanging. And then he's like the morning one. And I'm like, it's not fair to him. So, yeah, he was hard for a long time. But. And I can't do the double orgasm. You know, I guess we don't need to dive into it. 
it's just hard right now but not like hard things are tough at home. that's plenty of you to say <laughs> i think you're just gonna have to like go down on him oh yeah do you ever give graham blowjobs dude what without 69 without being without 69ing you ever just give him a good blowjob not recently wait why not you just helped her sex life please i should just do that okay yeah. let me ask you this what's your favorite way <laughs> If we're gonna, I, I think it's a lot of if, a lot of, Let me ask you this. Last question. <laughs> if anybody in the state of Oklahoma wants to listen to this podcast, stop. Okay, <laughs> here's my question: Like, if you want to give a guy head, what's your ideal scenario? Is he laying down, or is it the traditional way of like the girls on her knees and he's sitting at the end of the bed, or is he standing up? Like, what's your preferred scenario? Cause it, for me, it used to be, he lays down, but then I think the knees are nice. Like I don't I actually prefer the knees, especially if your head lines up with them. Um, standing, I think you're standing up. No. <laughs> oh, I was like, what? They're standing. <laughs> I was like, dude, who? I have bad knees. So I think I like Not that short <laughs> when they lay down knee pads. <laughs> what do you mean too? Like, I have really bad knees. I got bad knees. Yeah. I will say though, <laughs> it depends on problem. It romantic. De- it depends on what you want to do. Like, I feel like you're going to get a lot more, uh, like visibility and grasp if they're standing, but laying down is just more comfortable. Speaking of visibility, are you a lights on or lights off or lights off to the day I die? One. Like, here's my thing. Even if I'm looking at myself in the mirror, I want the lights off. <gasps> How do you feel about mirrors? <laughs> I, okay. I feel like I would like watching myself have sex. Do you, have you ever? No. <gasps> I don't have a mirror near my, um, like, visible, like, visible in my room. Get one immediately from the side. I want it on the ceiling. That's kinky. I know. Well, cause that, okay. But that's not, don't. If you're on top, then it totally defeats the purpose of the mirror on the ceiling, right? Because you're not, you can't see it. But if the mirror's to your side, I'm a full proponent of that because you get to see like the whole thing unfolding. Right? Agree. I love. Correct. That's nice. (laughs) I just, you guys just give me all these ideas and I'm like, I don't have anyone to do it with. But tonight you might find someone. I'm not having sex with anyone tonight, Alex. Oh, right. You're not going to bring someone back. I'm make, I'll make out with boys, but I'm not going to have sex with a boy tonight. You know what I see for tonight? I just had a flash forward. Oh, because we can predict the future now? Okay. We can. What well, if I'm right? Emergency pod on Tuesday, if I'm correct. Uh, oh, damn. I, I foresee us, and I'm coming, <sighs> oh. at like 2.30 a.m. <clears throat> eating pizza. <clears throat> and it's like you and this guy are on the same side of the booth. And we're on the other side of the booth looking at you, and we're like, fuck. We're so screwed because like we love the guy and he's perfect. We were like, no, we didn't want to bring somebody back for you tonight. We just wanted to have fun in Nashville. But there was like a nice Southern gent who lives in New York, but he's in Nashville this weekend with the boys for work. He's a finance bro, but he's here and he can wear boots too. So like get you a guy that can do both and we're eating pizza at 2.30 a.m. And if I'm right, if if you're right, I will pay you a thousand dollars. Venmo? Sure. Speaking of your, cause you're, you're over there. Like, I want to, I want to have somebody to do this with. Do you even need somebody? Cause it looked like you went on like a self date this past week. I did. Um, so I am definitely a person that's okay being alone and like doing things alone. Like I can go to the gym alone, shopping alone, sit at like a casual fast food restaurant alone, but I've never been able to actually sit and have a dinner meal alone like those people who sit at bars or even tables and i've always wanted to i always fantasized about it, especially living in new york and for some reason the past few weeks i've just really wanted to be able to do that because i've been wanting to do other things and just going home but i haven't really been in the mood to spend time with people okay so i was like jordan we're gonna push ourselves and we're gonna go on a self-date so after work on tuesday i went to my favorite restaurant i sat at the bar ordered my favorite glass of wine and my favorite meal in New York. And it was actually so liberating. I keep using the word liberating because that's the only way I can really think of it. But it was also very challenging. Do you want me to tell you why I think you could do it? Of course. Always. I feel like, okay. What was that? She just chicken winged it. 
like multiple. You just like flapped your right hand. My armpit started to sweat. Oh, great. Okay. That's why you better watch YouTube. <laughs> See her flap away. In okay. So you know how they say, okay, couple things, but a few episodes ago, you obviously said you started going to therapy. Mm-hmm. And so I think you're becoming okay being alone with your thoughts. And this morning you referenced that your table was crooked because you were writing. And I was like, maybe she was journaling. And so I yes. think. Yeah. We, yeah. You did just like slip that in. Like, it was, like what, what were you writing? You were journaling, weren't you? Probably journaling. Yes. And so I'm like, <laughs> to go sit at a bar by yourself means. Because if you go sit at a bar by yourself on your phone the whole time, that's going to like hurt your brain. Mm-hmm. But if you're confident enough to go sit at the bar by yourself and be alone with your thoughts, like a form of meditation. And they say, they say the people that are most okay with themselves are most okay being alone. And so I feel like maybe the therapy, maybe the journaling, you were like, I can go sit by myself and have fun. So I have to say journaling has become something I look forward to doing every day. But so I learned the reason why I don't like, I didn't like to journal is because journaling makes you face your feelings and it makes you think and relive your feelings. And I didn't like to write in journal because I didn't want to deal with that. But now that I do, it's tremendous. Like this morning, I was just like, had so much anxiety about the, that boy situation that I was telling you about. So I was like, I'm going to sit and write it all out. And I felt a lot better. I still had to talk about it with you guys, which I was proud of also talking about it with you guys, but I felt so much better after writing it down. So that is a hundred percent. You hit it. You hit it. Correct. The only way like, okay, so you've heard me say it before, but the, I, I think this, and it's really hard to get over the hump, but like the only way from the head to the heart has to be through the hand. Like if you can write it down and it's so scary because you probably used to see this, you'd be like, I could journal. I could, I'll just do it tomorrow. Or like, I could just journal later. Like what's writing it down going to do for me? Everything, everything. And it's also such a safe place to relive your emotions because it's just you and a piece of paper. And when you're writing it out, you're saying it back to your brain. And so you're like, I feel this way. And your brain's like, oh, well, then of course you would do this about that. Yeah. Feelings are so interesting. And they don't like when you think of feelings like, oh, anger, sadness, happy. But then if you really think about feelings, like I I have a feelings wheel and she like makes me look at my feelings and then like it's like anger. And then you go here and it's like envy. And then you go here and it's like another thing you're like, feelings are actually so complex. So when you like deal with them and you actually think about why you feel the way you feel, like if I was mad at one of you guys and I actually like sat down and journaled, why it probably be something that has to do with me, not you. And doesn't it make you feel better when it's you? Like if I can identify, if I, if I was mad at you, but I can identify that it's me, I'm, I just want to hug you. Yeah. And then I'm like, you can fix me. Yeah. But don't you think anger is always the manifestation of fear? Like, do you find that? Is that your, cause for my wheel, it's that. So if I'm angry, it's cause I'm scared of something. Is that for you? Well, I learned that anger is a secondary emotion. It's not a, it's not a initial emotion Mm-mm. like happiness or other things. Like if you feel, um, anger, it's usually from like fear or sadness or something else. Yeah. Which I found really interesting. Cause yes, I usually am anger from um mine i think comes from sadness okay that's where my anger comes from that's interesting mm-hmm. mine's fear but do, but doesn't it help you so when you're angry and like when i'm angry i'm like what are you scared of and you're like what are you sad about yeah doesn't it make you feel so much better yes and i also at 99.9999% of the time if i'm ever mad at someone it's like it's it's a it's a sadness within myself yeah and if i'm mad at someone it's cuz i'm afraid of something so interesting so have you ever been on a movie date by yourself yeah movies are so easy for me to go to because movies are um well see the thing with movies is i would go to hide from my emotions because my brain was occupied okay by the movie itself so it's so easy for me to do so do you prefer going on a dinner date by yourself at the bar oh have you ever were you sitting at the bar yeah did you get on your phone a lot I was on my phone a decent amount of the time. Yeah. Did you talk to the person beside you or the bartender? The bartender, not the person beside me. How was the bartender? Was he like down for the self date? He was so sweet. There was two of them and the one just kept feeding me wine. It was incredible. That's nice. I was literally planning on having two glasses of wine. I think I had four or five. Would you have been able to go on a self date in Minnesota by yourself? No. Because you would have been afraid that you saw people you knew or what? 
or you were a different Jordan back then. I was a different Jordan who did not want to. F- I didn't want to face my feelings literally up until like two, three weeks ago. Yeah. I was avoiding my feelings my entire life. All 27 years of my life. <laughs> and I, now, oh, now I'm obsessed with self-dates. Now I'm like, I want to go on one every single week. I had so much fun. And it also made me feel um, content being alone because now I'm like, it's okay. There's nothing to be scared about. Well, I feel like you were like alone because since this podcast has started, like you've been single. So you were alone, but you would go home and be alone Mm -hmm. or you would go out with people. But now, like you just said, being okay, being alone out into the world means you're okay with yourself, which I think is like a really cool development for you. I'm proud of you. Yeah, I'm really proud of you. It's like it's one of those things where I feel like since starting therapy, things are getting worse. And because you know how you relive everything, but it's getting better. You have to bring up my my old boss used to say we have to take Humpty Dumpty apart to put him back together. But once we put him back together, he's going to be the best Humpty Dumpty ever. But yeah. you got to take him apart first and that's going to hurt a little bit. It's like a facial. You, you purge and then you get better. Your skin purges and then it gets better. You know how you said when you walked in here today to record, you were like, it's so funny. It's like all about a feeling. OK, have you ever walked into a restaurant? Let's say you're wearing your favorite outfit in the whole entire world and your makeup is a 10. You've got your bag like you, you're, you're like, I love how I look. But you walk in and you feel like shit. And then your night like is like shit. But you walk in and you're like, I feel like a 10. I'm ready to go. And then your night's a 10. Yeah. Yeah. I've been like feeling that that's been like hitting me a lot lately is like how you feel in your mindset. Like is what you put out like what you attract. It's it's actually so freaky to think that everything is just a mirror, a mirror and it's a reflection of yourself. It's just like what you think. No, it's been like really messing with my head. Like if I see you as being like irritable, you're probably not. I'm the one that's irritable. But no, last night uh, we were we went to dinner with our friend Hannah Cook and I left the hotel. I thought I like I felt like I looked great. I loved my outfit, but my body language was so I just kept like um, hunching, hunching and like covering my like stomach. So I had like a crop top on and Hannah was like, are you OK? And after she said that, I was like, oh, my gosh, you can sense that like I feel uncomfortable because of my body language. I can always tell when you feel uncomfortable because of your body language. Yeah. You're a big body languager, though. I, I can't hide anything. But also. <laughs> as you know. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. I have a question. I'm caught up on the journal thing. What oh, did yes. you write? Like, did you even like have a prompt or you just started like writing? I just write about the thing that that's like on my mind the most. Or if anything, if anything's big, if I've experienced anything big emotionally, I have to write about it in detail. Like what tone do you write in? You know what I mean? Like, are you writing a letter? Like, I don't understand. Like, I want I'm like interested in like what you're saying. I'm just I'm trying to understand like how you could start journaling. You just like are literally like writing like a like a like your subconscious. Well, the, the way you know I, mean? I we probably journal different the way I journal. Like, let's say Bob will we'll use a like Bob really pissed me off because he did X, Y and Z. It made me feel this way. And I think it made me feel this way because of X, Y, and Z. Like it just, it's, yeah, it's yeah, present yeah. tense. Yeah. It's not like I'm manifesting. It's like a, a present tense, how I feel. Okay. How do you journal? I journal, I journal different ways. So in the morning I journal what I'm, what my intention is, what I'm grateful for. Wait, what my intention is, what I'm grateful for. What would a successful day look like today? Who can I serve and what can I let go? Wait, that sounds oh, so productive that. and like. Nice. And How long does it take you? It only takes me five minutes. But before I do that, I set the Alexa for five minutes. I breathe. And then I just like, I'm like, okay, where are we at today? Like, what's a good day look like? And then I do that. Somewhere in the middle of the day, I grab my journal again. And I'm just like, what have I done today? And I'm like, oh my God, today was so cool. Like we went, we flew to Nashville. We went eight. And I just like say what we've done. And then before I go to bed and like, even if I've like had some wine, like the journal's coming out and that's like, it's the, the first part of the page is what happened today, what I was proud of myself for. And then the second part, and this is a Jay Shetty thing, it's what you want to do tomorrow. So if you set your brain for like what you want to do tomorrow and then you write it down, like when you go to sleep, it's really kind of weird, but it'll channel over to the next day. So that's like how I journal. I like that. But in a month, I'll, I'll journal totally differently. Yeah. Huh. And then I end, I end my journal with manifesting too. And that's present tense. Always. How do you like, what if you write about Graham? Like, are you worried that like he would find it? Never. If you left your journal. Okay. So here's how I feel about journals. Like I left mine on my desk the other day beside Francis all day. And I was like ballsy. But my thing is if you ever left your journal by me, I would never open your journal ever. 
No, never. Like that is like sick. That's like the most sacred ground for me. And I think Graham understands that about my journal. Like they're like cheating on you. Yes. It would be the equivalent of that. It would be so much worse than checking my phone. And like, if you want to go there and if he opened my journal, it's actually cute because if he opened my journal, I think he'd be like, holy shit. Like I just journal like the sweetest things about him. But if he were to open my journal and read something bad, I'd be like, that's on you, not me. Like I would call that his fuck up, not mine. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, you opened my journal. Like I'm allowed to have these thoughts. And like the only way I feel like to work through your thoughts is to journal them. And if somebody like goes into that sacred ground, that's the equivalent of like going into your brain. Also, I feel like if you journal about someone, you like you should appreciate that too. Cause like you're taking the time to write your feelings about another human being that's affecting you. And if you write about them, you're wanting to work through them. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to journal about, I guess not the coworker thing would be stupid unless he had a big part of my life. I'm not going to journal about this random human that just I spoke to, but I would journal about someone important in my life because I want to work through those feelings. so I don't feel that way anymore. You know, when people ask you what your dream superpower would be and some people say reading minds. Never. I would, you would never, I would, I would pick like flying or being invisible. Yeah. But I would never pick being in your mind because like you get to have those thoughts. And that to me is like the journal. I, I think I, I think I'm feeling this way because I just remember that my mom read my diary when I was in like ninth oh, grade. No. Yeah. That's triggering. Yeah. Wait, no. Yeah. I would be so, but I, I think it was after that. I got in a lot of trouble. <laughs> So. Like she's trying to see if you ha- if you're like scheming. If I was up to no good. Yeah. yeah. Fair. It was actually after that story I told your mom. Okay. Yeah, so fair, but young maybe enough. not. I don't. Yeah. But yeah. Maybe you feel like you can't journal because you feel like it's like evidence of it's like yeah. found evidence. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I bet a lot of people feel that way. I for some reason I feel the same way about my journal. I feel like I could keep it anywhere, and if someone did open it, I'd be like, well, that's your loss, not mine. Your problem. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. so interesting. It's only been, I've only journaled literally for like three weeks. And I will say though, it has like not to be dramatic, like changed my life. Okay. So <laughs> can I tell you this too? Have you ever, how, so for the three weeks, 21 days, have you journaled every day? No, it's still difficult for me to journal sometimes because if big things do happen, it's still difficult me, difficult for me to face that head on. Like I still avoid my feelings. Like Cause I'm still learning. Mm-hmm. So I would say I probably journal every other day or every three days. Okay. I would say this. If somebody was like, like if you wanted to start and you were like new to it, um, what I used to do is I would get a, I would have a journal size thing, but I would just say, I have to write three lines only about mm-hmm. the day. Most of the time you end up writing more, but like if you can just do three lines, cause like you've seen the benefits of it, right? Yeah. It's getting to the point now where like, literally I was working out this morning and I was like, I need to go home and journal these thoughts now or I will explode. And it's the best way to work through them. But it's yes. like, it's so annoying when someone's like journal. So it's just like, I'm just like, maybe try three sentences if you're new. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I don't know. It's, it's a very good coping mechanism too. I'm so happy you've had such a good experience with it. I'm so excited. Yeah. I like already went through, um, like, or, or I, I guess it wasn't a full journal. I was like, I already went on my second journal. I love journaling on airplanes. Best. That's been a big thing for me. Best. Love. I'm excited. Yeah. I, I recommend you trying it out, Alana. I think you would really benefit. Okay, well, but I, I don't know. I get it. It's I get, fair. I, I, I mean, it took me 27 years. It took me yeah. four I've years of therapy. Yeah, I've like, boyfriends, like, be obsessed with going through my phone. And it's just, like, that's tough. Know. It's I, damaging. Yeah, I wish I could. I, I, I'll, tr- I, I'll try. Because this sounds like something I would enjoy. But maybe even, know. like, keep it at work. Or, like, my iPad. Yeah. It's also valid. Yeah. So valid. That, like, you'd be afraid of that. Mm. Yeah, it's just it's 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 crazy to think that we're in our upper 20s and we're still learning like tools that make us healthier human beings. Um, I actually have a question, actually. Like, oh, we could talk about the engagement thing, too. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, the question. I, the- and I have another question. OK, so I was talking about this with my friends. What do you guys think like birthday party etiquette is like we're older now? Like if you were like, hey, um, like I want to go out to dinner for my birthday. I want to do X, Y, Z like. Do you pay for your birthday dinner or do you expect everyone else to pay for you? Oh, I have thoughts on that. Yeah. Okay. And maybe not even a dinner party, whatever. Like, so I, to be clear, never in my life would ever expect my friends to pay for me on my birthday. We're young. We don't have a lot of money. Uh, secretly deep down. I've always wished my friends would. And back in Minnesota, I would go out to dinner with my friends and I hope I'm 
remembering this correctly, but I believe we always split. But in New York, for the first time, me and my Bumble friends will go out to dinner and they paid for me on my birthday and we pay for like each other. And it was, I never asked for it, but it was the most special feeling in the world having your friends want to like pay for you on your birthday. I would never expect it. I, and I never will going forward, but I, I will just say it was like the coolest feeling in the world having people that you love, like want to pay for you. That's so cute. And I agree. And then last, another, like a separate friend from the people I was talking to two weeks ago was her birthday and she paid for her birthday dinner. The whole thing, the whole thing. She put on her credit card. She was like, it's my tree. I invited you guys out, which I think is also an interesting take on it. And she wouldn't let us pay. Like we were fighting about it, but like, she was like, no, this was my plan. You know, like, what do you think, Alex? Okay. So I think, okay. When I have a birthday dinner, I personally feel like I'm burdening you to come to the birthday dinner. And it's because of the way I think I was. I don't know if it was the way I was raised or what it was, but Graham was always like, we'll pay for the birthday dinners type thing. One thing that you've done, though, is sometimes you'll pay for my meals. Mm -hmm. I feel (laughs) like I mean the world to you when you do that. (laughs) It's like the craziest thing. Like I've had, I had a couple friends back at home, maybe that paid for my stuff, but most of the time you just split, right? 50, 50 is like, I feel like 50, 50 is always the answer on a tab. Yeah. Just yeah. Yeah. It. Birthdays, whatever you like in the Hamptons bought my meal and sometimes you'll buy my stuff. And I'm like, I feel like I mean so much to her when you do that. Wait, that's really sweet. Yeah. I mean, I do it cause I love you to death and you do mean everything to me, but I didn't <laughs> know that it, you even, I didn't know that it was, it meant that much to you. I've never really had people like pay for my stuff, I guess. Yeah. Um, and so when you do it, I notice it. I could probably name, like I could probably list exactly where you've done it, but That's sweet Alex. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it, but it means so much to me. And like, I always, I always remember it. Um, Ubers and anything too. When someone's like, I'll just get this. Yeah. I was like, wow, it doesn't go unnoticed. But I was raised from the school of thought of like, if you invite people to your birthday dinner, like you pay for it, but it's like your birthday. And like, you would want to pay for that for someone. Yeah. If I'm at a birthday dinner, I say, give me her tab. Mm-hmm. I want to get the birthday girl's dinner. Yeah. I don't get it. It's, it's, I've never thought you, about it. That's such a valid point, though, because it's hard. Because if you go out, if if I'm like, I'm having a birthday dinner and you guys need to come and then I ex- they expect you to pay, like, I can see where it'd be hard. But I don't know. I feel like we're also getting to the age, too, where it's like your friend's if you go out to dinner with your friends for their birthday and there's like a decent amount of you guys like treat her or him. Uh, no, I think if you can, if you can, that's what I mean. Like if, since we're getting to an older age with when we have more financial stability. Yeah. Yeah. If when we, when we were 21, 22, it's like, we got to split. We're all split. Yeah. Right? Just divide the check in half. But I think it is a really sweet thing. Yeah. It would, it would suck though. If the, the recipient took advantage of it and like, you could feel that. Yeah. I think that's where They're like shots. tricky. It's like, Oh, we're doing, we're going to dinner and then we're going to the club and we got we to gotta get a table and like you guys all, all have to pay for it. Like, yeah. No, no. If somebody yeah. invites me to a table and I'm they, not paying for it, you invited me here and they bill me the next day. I am like, you invited me. Dude, I didn't pick the table. I didn't pick to spend 10 and grand. I wasn't the one ordering bottles, dude. And you got to put your name on it and yeah. you're going to bill me. It goes all over me or what pisses me off this happened to me once in new york i went out to dinner with people and they were like let's buy a few bottles for the table i didn't want the bottles i was cool oh, with a glass of wine God, and i and in my head i'm like oh like they're they're buying bottles like it's it's gonna be on them next day 100 plus dollar venmo i'm like bro you didn't even ask if we were all cool with it you just bought the bottles oh but they'll put their card down they'll put their card down like they got it like they got it and then you get that 150 dollars venmo request bright and early sunday morning it is one of two hmm. things you either pony up and you buy the bottles or you don't order them or you say mm-hmm. i'm gonna venmo request you all if you want in get in like okay this is where i feel yeah. sorry for graham on bachelor parties he'll go he doesn't drink he gets stuck with these tabs wait what they're ridiculous tabs he's like we divided it by 10 and i'm like you don't consume alcohol Wait, what? Yeah, people will divide. They'll divide it. Like some of his friends are like very cognizant of it. And like, they're like, we're not charging Graham. 
But sometimes I'm like, that's so crazy. Like you'll go out for a table for 10 and they'll divide it by 10. That yeah. makes me really mad for Graham. Oh my God. He is a nice person. Cause uh, I'd be like, hell no. Do you think people are sh- like taking advantage of him? I don't even know. I'm like, did you not think of it? I don't know. I don't like getting tables with like groups, like un- without like a, almost like a verbal contract beforehand. Like everyone has to throw down like 150 or whatever. And it's like, okay, we're getting two bottles or yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I there's like that one person that's like, oh, and we're going to get shots and X, Y, Z. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. You better not Venmo me for that in the morning. You know that's, what I mean? Yes. Communication around finances is like so big because what makes you more mad? Like a little scuffle in the hallway or like a like somebody charging you more money. I'm like, if you're going to charge me money, it just says so much about a person. Like, yeah. Yeah, somebody it's not even finances. like the money itself. It's like you not communicating and asking and expecting that we're just splitting it. Like, you know what I mean? It's a principle thing. Yeah, it's like a principle. The, it's the equivalent of like being an asshole to the wait staff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like the way you're going to handle money. I'm also that person where if, if it's completely even like, let's say I go out to dinner with one of you and we're doing 50, 50, I will be that person who's like, you owe me this money. And I'll keep following up. But I'm also that person who will make sure I Venmo you immediately. Like people get mad at me. Cause they're like, Jordan, you're being annoying. But I'm like, you owe me $50. I'm you owe me $50. <laughs> like, no, but fair. you, but, but okay. So I think, if, I think as, as aggressive as you're going to be on one way as like collecting money, you, I can say this are so aggressive on paying. Yes. You're like, charge me, charge me, charge me. And, and I'm like, okay. And, but it, it's, it's comforting to me. I'm like, she'll pay. And I'm always like, cause you guys always under charge. I'm like, no, <laughs> this, for this whole thing, you didn't include the tip at it, at it now. Yeah. It's <laughs> nice though. You always feel good. Like traveling with that person and you're like, all right, they're going to pay. Yeah. So that's why I feel okay. Being like, you know, you owe me money, but these are people that like, I wouldn't, I could care less with you guys, but like people you, you aren't like that close with. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, bitch, I just paid for this whole table. You're going to, I barely know you. you're going to pay me my 80 bucks. No, that's how you know you're close with someone when you pay the whole thing and like don't yeah, care. Cause like they'll get you back eventually right. for something else. Goes around. You don't down. even like, yeah. I had friends in co- like, you know, when you go to college and people just are like different than what you're used to. Like I would go with my friend to get coffee before class and she'd be like, oh, like I'll give you $5. And I'd be like, I literally would say like never Venmo me $5 ever. Like I would be insulted if you Venmo me $5. Like mm-hmm. just don't. Yeah. You're right. You know what I mean? Like that's how you know you're like close with someone. I think my like, or you like trust them. Yes. It's like unspoken. Yeah. It's like an insult. Yeah. If someone Venmo's me, even like if I'm good friends with you and it's like under, if it's under $20, I'm like, I'm gonna no, punch I know. You like don't face. even please. <laughs> I'm like, don't, don't. But what do you think about like throwing your card? Like, um, okay. So, so of course there's going to be scenarios where you're like, don't Venmo me. Don't Venmo me. But doesn't that get exhausting to a point where you're like, I'm always putting the card down? Like, oh, yeah. So, I think it's got to be like, I do it. You do it. I do it twice. You do it once. I, you know you know what I mean? Like, yeah. we were saying earlier, read the room. It's like a rhythm. Yes. And sometimes you're like, I want to be like, I've stepped up to bat 17 times. Have you batted yet? Yeah. It's kind of like even I know we're ex- we expense lots of work trips. It's like, OK, if I get the Ubers to and from you put your card down for dinner on meals. But I also will say, like, I'm on meals. Me and my group of friends in New York, one of the girls gets points with her credit card. So she's always like, no. we're always like, do you want to put it? Or she, every time we're like, X, Y, and Z, we can put it down unless you want points. She's like, every time she's like, I want my points. Okay. The points thing pisses me off. Really? Why? Do you have a debit card? Uh, no, I have a credit card, but she, we all have credit cards, but she has a card where she, it's just like a, better points card my credit card sucks okay this used to get me because i had a points friend but i also get points on my card oh she asks every time she's okay like, she's always like does anyone else want the points and we don't have credit cards that give us good points okay that's nice <laughs> yeah, to ask yeah, yeah, yeah. because i think well, this is this is we'd have like a five you know it'd be a five thousand dollar thing she'd be like i'll get it because i want the points and i'm like well i want the points Bro, I also want the points. Oh, yeah. I buy that sucker in half. No, now I'm like, I need a credit card that gives me better points. Yes. Because <laughs> mine doesn't. Nobody gets the points. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, that's yeah. That's not fair. She every time goes, does anyone want to do it? Or I will do it every time. She, okay, I love yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's something to be said for fronting the money. But if everyone's like, I would also love the points, then you divide. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That's, that's yeah, there's so many like weird things with stuff like this. Um, What about that other question? about oh la- so last night at dinner yeah about engagement with a little friend okay yeah before oh. we do that alex do an ad oh, okay <laughs> alex has something to say we- what do you have to say <laughs> wait is it sick 
5.53. Okay. So this morning, what did we all do? Got up and worked out. Yes, we did. And guess what I took to the gym? Okay, so obviously we both took to the gym our Live Pure. Yes. The energy one. Yes, I went to Orange Theory. I took it before I went to class. <laughs> yeah. Before you went to class. Yeah, before I, I went to class. I took it to the gym. I actually took it before I came in here too. Um, I saw that. It's like, okay, so Live Pure is a health and wellness brand that believes in nutrition without the BS. They have the hydrate, they have the energy, and they have the recovery. And let me just tell you what. We have tried, and I feel like you and I both truly have tried so many different energy, recovery, hydrate, all these different brands. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. And we are obsessed with these, like truly obsessed with them. I see you drinking them every day. I drink them every day. Yeah. Because sometimes I get home from work and I'm like, let's go to the gym and I can't find the energy and I pop one of these packets and I'm like ready to go. I love that. Also, when I trained for Rough and Rowdy, that's what turned me on to it because it was the only way I could find energy and then I could recover afterwards. Mm-hmm. You saw me, man. I was obsessed with it. So listeners, go to www.livepure.com and use code MEAN25 for 20% off your entire order. I am telling you what, these things have been a game changer for me. And I know they have been for you too because you weren't on them, but then you saw me drinking them and you're like, I'm going to get on them. Yeah, I like to drink them before work. It's like the best. Just give me like, or like midday when I'm having, especially after we record, I just am exhausted. I'll take that and then I'll have a little, like my second wind will kick in. Yeah. And they are, and they taste, drop them in the water and you're hydrating while you're drinking it. It's the best ever. Yeah. The orange is my favorite. It tastes like orange dreamsicle. My, I, I'm like obsessed with the energy one. Go to www.livepure.com. That's L-I-V-P-U-R.com and use code mean 25 for 20%. Sorry. 25% off your entire order. That's mean 25 for 25% off your entire order. That is a hell of a deal. Love. All well, right. Should we wrap up with our, not really listener question, but question that was brought up at dinner last night. Yeah. Our pondering question. Yeah. Do you want to reiterate it along? Yeah. So we were at dinner with a friend. Um, I guess he was Hannah's like friend from here. And he's been with his girlfriend for three years and they live together. And we were like, Oh, they live together? Yeah. I didn't know that part. Yeah. And um, so we were like, oh, do you love her? Yeah, I love her so much. You see yourself marrying her? Yeah. We were like, okay, well, it's time. You know what I mean? We were pushing him to like, okay, in the next year, you have to, you have to propose to her. You're like, you're upper 20s. You've lived together three years. You live together. Like, this is how the timeline goes. And then after, like this morning, we were like, were we like drunk during that? Like, do we really feel that way? So like, that's kind of like the... And then we were like, okay, let's stop and save it for the pod. So like, do you guys still agree with that? With what we were saying to him? Okay. I woke up feeling bad about it. Cause, because you date somebody for three years, you live with them. You date somebody for 10 years. You don't live with them. Like there's so many different scenarios and so many different things that play into it. And I feel like we're all such big proponents of like no timeline. And it's like, I don't care how old you are. I don't care what the circumstances are. Like, a guy will know when they're supposed to propose. And maybe that's the soft answer. And maybe I am like, as a girl, yes, I would love to be proposed to at that time. But then I'm like, there's so many different factors that I feel like the overarching theme is like, don't overstep. Like, I'm like, who are we to say after three years, you have to propose, especially because you live with her? Like, maybe not. Maybe that's not your thing. I don't know. I just felt so bad about it. We're so anti-timeline. I felt like we were, like, pushing. Remember last week how I said there's difference, There's a difference between dating someone casually knowing it can turn into a relationship and dating someone casually that doesn't want a relationship at all? I feel like it's similar in that situation. Like, there's a difference between dating someone knowing that they do want to get engaged, but maybe they have, like, finance factors or they want to complete goals in their life, but they want to be engaged and it will happen. And then dating someone that is like, I don't know if I, I don't know if I want to propose. Maybe, maybe it'll, it'll, it'll be different in a year, like two big different things because it goes back to what you said a, a long time ago. If it's not a hell yes, it's a no, but I feel like it can be a hell yes, but not a hell yes right now because there's different factors. Yeah. Like a hell yes, not yet. Yeah. I like that. Like that works, right? Hell you're yes, like, not yet. You're like, hell yes. But like, not at this moment. Cause like some guys will be like, I don't know if I want to propose. Maybe, maybe that will, 
my thought will change and i'm like bro after three years like it's it's not really gonna change you're not gonna wake up in another year and be like i want to propose right like okay so people always say since graham and i were coming up on four years of being married they're like it's kid time and i'm like no it's not like not for me no it's not like i'm like i have a couple things i want to check off the list yeah but i know i want to have kids so this guy knew he wanted to marry her but he's like, not right now. I'm like, of course I want to have kids. Graham wants to have kids. Two people want to have kids. I don't want to have them right now. Versus me who doesn't want to have kids, but maybe that could change. Like, don't get in a relationship with me if you want to have kids. For sure. Like, if, if he for sure wants to have yeah, kids. Yeah, if you for sure wants to have kids. But maybe he'll get in a relationship with you and be like, that could totally change. Yeah. And that's all right. But it's, yeah. like, it's like we were like lacking data, but we were like pressing Wait, I have a thought. So do you think it's he was kind of like needed the push, though? Because I think like now and it was you and Graham, like you moved in together after you got married, right? Mm -hmm. Like now things are different. People move in together before they get engaged. So do you think that like sometimes that they need that like push to be like, oh, fuck, like we have to like propose to her. I don't like, for example, my cousin just got my cousin. That's my age. Her boyfriend just proposed to her and they don't live together because she like she's very like traditional and like once they got engaged they move they're moved in together now do you know what i'm saying it's almost like you need to do those that's like go to the next level but if you move in together and then you're just like cool as a cucumber you'll yeah. never like do it unless you get the push i don't want you know to I mean? be with someone who needs a push like I, the person i date and hopefully i will get engaged to i want them to know like i don't want them to ever feel like they need to be pushed into it it feels so scenario based. Yeah. And also, we don't know this guy that great. Like deep down, maybe he's struggling with something that he doesn't feel comfortable telling us about. You know what I mean? Like he could maybe. He didn't see. He did seem really into it, though. Yeah. He was like, oh, OK. Yeah, I think you guys are right. I was. Which say, is interesting. I think we got lucky that he was receptive to the idea. And I do actually think in this scenario, I think we got I think this fish needed a push. But I'm like, wait, what? Like if somebody was like, oh, it's, you should be, I'm like, no, I should, no, I shouldn't. I don't have to do anything that I don't want to do like right now. Yeah. But I do think there are scenarios where, yeah, it's like he does need a push, but I also agree where it's like the guy you're with, he should know, he should feel it. He should yeah. want that. Like it goes to the discussion of like, do you get married? You know, like what's marriage about? And like, when do you do it? And like, why do you do it? And it's like so much deeper than that. But it's like, yeah, I do feel like. But that's so timeline bias. I just don't want to be with someone who's like, well, it's been three years, so we should get married. Like, I want someone to be like, oh, it's been three years. Like, I want to get married. I want your last name. I want to do this. I want to, like, tie down. Like, I want to pick you. For, I want to pick you forever. Yeah, I don't want it to be a should do it. I want it to be a I want to do it. I agree with that. I need to do it also die because I love you so much. Yeah, and I want you to be mine forever. And then I want because I feel like once you get married, you're stepping into like a whole new slew of challenges. But it's like so hyper committed, mm-hmm. you know? No, because no. I'm not married. Yeah. It's hard <laughs> to explain. <laughs> but you're signing up that. for like some serious shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. I want to go. To, I'm picking war. And it's kind of like, OK, if we're going to go to battle every day type thing, like, you know, to sign up for that would be a serious commitment. But like to tell someone to sign up for that. You can. Yeah. We, we, we did that. And we got we got lucky that he wanted it. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. I don't know. My, my biggest fear. One of my biggest fears is, is dating someone. Well, for me, this is going to go on a tangent. It's it's very scary to date someone now because I don't want to date someone. Like I can't date someone unless I see a future with them. Cause like, I'm not, not not that I'm like, I want to get married tomorrow, but like, I can't imagine just casually dating someone for three years and being 30 and then keep dating to find my person. Like that to me sounds like something I don't want to do. So I don't know. I guess like the person I date, like it will be someone that I can see a future with. And I just hope that they see that for me with me. Facts. Like he very clearly, I guess that's one, that's one thing. He very clearly wants to marry this person. Mm -hmm. And so also crazy because last week you were saying how you at first thought you wanted to be casual but now you know like you don't want to be casual yeah and I think that's like such a special thing to realize because two weeks ago if somebody would have been like you've been with the person for three years to you you might have been like this is just casual for me but now you've identified you're like I want something serious Mm -hmm. so like that shoe would fit for you 
Yeah. That's kind of like, that's kind of cool. I guess that goes to like show the situation. Like even you've made a change. Yeah. It could, it could be simple, not simple. It could be even him needing to figure out his feelings. It could be financial. It could be like, we're so right. There's so many factors or it could have been just him being like, I don't know you bitches well enough. So I'm just going to say whatever to get you off my back. Yeah. He could be like, we're breaking up tomorrow, but okay. Or like, I love this girl so much. I want to marry her tomorrow, but I don't feel comfortable telling you that. Right. And it's like, <laughs> Alana, what time is it? Um, 6.04. Oh, you guys. <laughs> we no, got, we got to go. We got to go. We're going on a party bus and we got to be on time. We've got boys to meet for you, young lady. <gasps> I know. I'm, oh, I'm excited. Let's I'm go nervy. freshen up our makeup. Oh, you freshen up your makeup. No, we, I told you I need a hot wing woman. I locked myself out of my room, but I am ready to go. Is it weird that is it inappropriate of me to say that I want hot wing women so boys approach you and you can be like, well, I'm taking, but here's my single friend. I know earlier today, I was like, I don't really need to get ready. And Jordan was like, you have to get ready. You're <laughs> wing woman, wing womaning me. And I was like, I will get ready. Is it's that inappropriate me for me to say? No, okay, I always think about it. And I'm like, if Graham was sitting right there, he'd be like, yes, get ready. Yes. Young lady, you get ready. You get out there with her. <laughs> you go find Jordan, boy. You are boots on the ground. I'm like signing up for duty. Um, okay, like, comment, subscribe. It's actually not what it is. Follow us on Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Um, and oh, leave us a five star review. That'd be nice. Yeah, leave us a five star review. Um, and our vlogs, no. Yeah, we're doing a Nashville vlog. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no longer weekly, but we're still doing it. We're yeah. Gonna do Nash- yeah, we're going to do a Nashville Subscribe vlog. to YouTube. Subscribe to YouTube. That's what it is. And start watching YouTube more than listening to every kidding. We're cool on YouTube. YouTube is fun. You can see our facial expressions They're because they're crazy. Crazy. <laughs> okay, we love you guys. Okay, bye. I love you. Mwah. <laughs>